back. Good day, wherever you are, whenever you are listening. Thank you for tuning into the 23 Podcast. Father Jeff, welcome back. Hey, thanks. It's uh, it's great to be back, and of course, grateful to Father Joe for uh, filling in for me. And yeah. it was a nice opportunity for uh, for him and, and for people to hear from him a little bit more. And so, really uh, glad it worked out that way. Yeah, we, we had some fun. Um, I, I think, again, we had good conversations, but it's great to have you back as always, Father. Appreciate it. Uh, tell me a little bit about your travels, what you did, what your favorite part was, mm. things like that. I know you love Damascus. Yeah. Let's hear about that. Yeah. So, um, right when I my Israel trip got canceled kind of somewhat last minute, I decided, you know, where else, where else can I go, you know, since I have the the time and the the coverage and all that, and it'd be nice to do a little, a little something, a different kind of pilgrimage. And so um, went down to the Damascus Catholic Mission campus, which again is in central Ohio. It's not in not in Syria, uh, so I didn't uh, didn't travel out of state. That's good. So they have a, a missionary community there of uh, young adults whose mission is to awake, uh, equip, and um, oh, there's one more thing. I'm just drawing a blank on. Uh, Equip. Empower. Okay. Awake, equip, and empower uh, a generation to live the adventure of the Catholic faith. And so I just, you know, as I told people, I just sort of like swimming in those waters, so to speak. It's just yeah. very edifying and uplifting just to be there and be around. There's all these great young adults who are on fire for the faith. And then, um, as I said even before, before I went, I was able to um, providentially connect up with uh, a couple retreats, um, leadership retreat that the Leal Middle School students were there for, and Go then Falcons. our own, uh, yeah, and then our uh, our own confirmation class, uh, a bunch of them uh, were there for a confirmation retreat that weekend, so uh, those were things I had to say no to being part of because of my uh, Holy yeah. Land pilgrimage, and so really all just worked out. It's, you know, it's, there's so many great people, um, you know, it's nice being around so many great young people, um, times of worship, but also times I can just sit in their little chapel. Um, I don't sleep well while I'm there, uh, mm-hmm. so it's not restful in that way. I don't know why that is. What's, never... what's the sleeping arrangement? Do you have your own personal room? Or? Yeah, well, yeah, but it, I have the same bunk that everyone else does across oh, the campus, bunk. you know, oh. and so um, I took mm-hmm. the bottom bunk. I didn't I didn't climb up, but yeah. Uh, so, yeah, it's, uh, um, yeah, well, sometimes when I'm there, I double up the mattresses, but oh, yeah. it wasn't uncomfortable. I just, I don't know what it is. I just never sleep well i just kind of wake up every hour on those kind of things oh and yeah that's tough all that so um but good actually one, one of our uh one of our uh, our eighth graders said to me sunday morning she goes how can you stay in that bed all week and i go well i'm not i'm not here for the beds yeah you know i'm, I'm here for the the jesus and yeah. uh and the encounters and with him and with with so many great people and it's uh just always re-enlivening for me just to just to be there to do that um yeah, some of the during some of these retreats, there's some some talks that the the missionaries give, which you know are always good to hear. Um, just good reminders about who we are, who God is, who we are in God, all that kind of stuff. So, yeah, it was good. It was just a good uh, a good little getaway, and of course the weather was just beautiful. Oh yeah, so able to get outside, you know, uh, climb the rock wall, and uh, oh. the easy the easy course. Uh, they have four of them. Uh, was been down the last few times I've been there, and oh, it, was, yeah. it was back working. So hmm. I uh, was able to do that, hit the top, you know, vertical so, playpen. So I, I always say it's like my old my old man test. If I can kind of get up there, I'm still doing all right. I kind of struggled a little bit at Great Lakes this summer with some of that. Oh. But, 
and kind of turned it around and uh, was able to be able to do it. So yeah. that was good. You know, different kind of exercise, and part that's part of it too, right? Is sort of getting out and playing, which you know I never do. Yeah. And so, right, when else do I like climb a rock wall, kind of a thing, you yeah. know, or hit a kid with an arrow? So, <laughs> uh, rubber tip, rubber oh, tip. Okay. Yeah, not a, not a real arrow. So, yeah. <laughs> Cool, cool, cool. Um, yeah, Father Joe and I were talking. You know, it's it's so cool that you hold Damascus in such a high regard. You call it your happy place. That's really mm-hmm. awesome that you have that connection there. And we were trying to figure out where our happy place. Mm-hmm. But neither of us could really come up with one that was like really wow. amazing. But um, it's really cool that you have have that experience there. And how long have you been going there? Yeah, like off and on. Sure. Uh, my first time down there was. Uh, the first summer camp they had at that location, which was in 2016, uh, last couple of summers after that, I didn't, I wasn't down there, and then more consistently since 2019. So, uh, a few years. It's been a blessing in my life, um, and so it's great. Uh, you know, even the youth minister that I um, hired for my last parish right before I left uh, was from from there. Oh, cool. uh, he'd, he'd worked down there uh, for a couple of years, and so um, yeah, you never know what. To, those relationships might bring too so yeah no kidding that's that's really cool um mountaintop experience for you during the week or any any big obviously it was joyful the whole time but was there one kind of pivotal moment i saw on your facebook you posted a beautiful morning shot i mean i know that that was kind of probably contemplative for you but like was there one kind of moment where you're just like wow this is really the you know the 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 whole process of Mm -hmm everything happening like this was meant to be you mm-hmm. know and not one that that stands out uh necessarily um just a lot of smaller sure. you know convictions and yeah. especially seeing you know lives touched by jesus um is a is a big thing and um cool. that's what i you know like to to experience you know there's been times in the past where i've shared some more miraculous things that have have happened right. signs and wonders uh you know, yeah. there. I think your first homily, you touched on that mm-hmm. when you were your first homily. Right. And um, and when I got back from camp last summer, but, it, you know, even I think more significant than that in the sense that it's just the, the transformation yeah. and people just being, just kind of reawakened to God's love for them and, you know, the reality of, of Christ's presence in the in the Eucharist. You know, so those those kind of prayer moments are always kind of the part of the mountaintop. That's cool. You know, as, as well. And, um, so yeah, the whole thing was just great. Just being able to hang out, have a little more conversations with some folks I know down there, but in the midst of busy retreats, not always able to to do. Um, yeah, just the the whole thing was just you know really just good. To, like I said, that's why I like to say it's just good waters to swim in. It's that's just cool, good, yeah. just good air to breathe. Yeah, you know, and just be there um, in that environment. I just find great. That's cool. That's awesome, Father. Well, it's great to have you back, but I'm glad that through all the up and down of the trip getting canceled that right. you were able to kind of land land on your feet somewhere and, yeah. and be able to kind of get away for a little bit. I know, you know, the busy season is kind of coming up for, for you and for the church again. We're going to be restarting the FFF soon, I know. Yeah. so um, Yeah, it's going really well. Uh, I'm grateful to all those who've been not only participating with your family, but also helping us out. And, um, yep. yeah, we're going to kick back off in January. So you might even hear something about that this weekend. Oh, so boy. it's, uh, yeah, we're, uh, we're excited and we want to keep the momentum going and 
think we have good things in store for for next year stay um, tuned those, yeah absolutely stay tuned uh, so. for that so father anything else you'd like to touch on before we get into the scripture yeah, just a, a reminder that the annual Thanksgiving food drive for mm-hmm. Helping Hands of St. Louis is is coming up. So I believe you can bring all your um, you know, non-perishable food items next weekend, so the 18th, 19th, and um, you know just put it in the back of church there, and yeah. it kind of becomes this big old pile. I love watching that. Yeah. It's like the giving tree. It's it's Those mm-hmm. two things are really cool to watch. Yep, for sure. For sure. Of course, that's, you know, um, in the process as well. It's coming up, uh, yeah. So, um, yeah, so grateful for, for people's help with that. Um, yeah, so bring your stuff next weekend. And then the Wednesday before Thanksgiving, so the day before, um, you can come with, you know, whoever, your family, um, and um, just you load up trucks, you know, like, and by trucks, I mean your own vehicle right and um we sort of caravan down to uh to helping hands and unload it and help you know sort it put it away kind of stuff and it's you know maybe a couple hours or so but it, it uh it's really a great morning um oh yeah so yeah i mean i was just amazed last year being my first time just you know the abundance of people who showed up to to help with that it's really a yeah. it's really great thing yeah it's a thing here it's yeah. it's really That's it's awesome. incredible to watch the generous spirit that kind of abounds here mm-hmm. i think um For with sure. with that and with the giving tree obviously seeing that stuff literally right because it's one thing to just give to something and then it just magically goes away but to actually have it be seen by everybody yeah. and you can see what the community has done for others right that's what it's all about yeah the witnesses is great we did something similar at my last parish yeah. and yeah just that when everybody sort of brings their gifts in and they just they're all become like piled up it's a it's a great little uh, witness um, to our, our faith in action and our outreach towards um, those in need. Yeah, and my favorite Mass of the Year is coming up, arguably. Oh, what is that? Thanksgiving Day. Oh, nice. I, I know it's not a Holy Day of Obligation, but it's the one... First of all, Thanksgiving's my favorite day of the year. Mm. I don't know if you knew that or not. But I, there's just something about that morning, that Mass, coming in and, and doing that, um, and just and just really being thankful. And, yeah. and every time I try to as much as I can, and this year might be a little different since I'm, you know, running things, but I try to take stock of my life at that, at that moment, kind of like I do on my birthday. I try Mm -hmm. to kind of take stock Mm -hmm. and go, okay, where am I going to be in a year? Mm -hmm. But on Thanksgiving, I'm more like, okay, what am I thankful for this year? Sure. What, what has happened that's really good and just anything that's happened in the past year to me and to my family that has been something that I'm thankful for so i don't know i always look forward to that that's going to be thanksgiving day nine o'clock yep exactly yeah i mean the word eucharist means thanksgiving Mm -hmm. you know especially thanksgiving for all that god has done for us and um yeah just that act of of giving thanks is Mm -hmm. so important even spiritually uh but just for our whole well-being you know when it especially when when times are tough yeah um and it's perhaps even harder to be grateful oh yeah um you know, or going through some things, um, whatever it is, um, you know, that ability to, to truly be grateful, uh, even for small things is, um, I think it's really, it's, it's transformational. Agreed. So, Agreed. In the spirit of giving thanks, Father, there's no better way to give thanks than to hear the Word go. of God and to be thankful for all He's given to us. Yeah. So, this is from Matthew 25, uh, verses 1 to 13, so... We have been going through Matthew for a long time, of course, all year, actually, but 
more specifically this what we call Holy Week. This was still the last kind of few days of right. Jesus's life here uh, that he'd been giving all these teachings. So he's a last minute, yeah. you know, kind of uh, fervorinos, um, yeah. whether it's the scribes and Pharisees, um, and this one is to his, his disciples. So Jesus told his disciples this parable. The kingdom of heaven will be like ten virgins who took their lamps and went out to meet the bridegroom. Five of them were foolish, and five were wise. The foolish ones, when taking their lamps, brought no oil with them, but the wise brought flasks of oil with their lamps. Since the bridegroom was long delayed, they all became drowsy and fell asleep. At midnight there was a cry, Behold, the bridegroom, come out to meet him. Then all those virgins got up and trimmed their lamps. The foolish ones said to the wise, Give us some of your oil, for our lamps are going out. But the wise ones replied, No, for there may not be enough for us and you. Go instead to the merchants and buy some for yourselves. While they went off to buy it, the bridegroom came, and those who were ready went into the wedding feast with him. Then the door was locked. Afterwards, the other virgins came and said, Lord, Lord, open the door for us. But he said in reply, Man, I say to you, I do not know you. Therefore, stay awake, for you know neither the day nor the hour. Wow. Yeah. There it is. Part of what um, maybe we need to understand with this, and perhaps you've heard this before, perhaps you haven't, is you know the context of how weddings kind of went uh, at that time. Mm-hmm. So uh, a man and woman, more likely perhaps a, a young man and wo- young woman, yeah. were uh, betrothed to each other, perhaps who some kind of arrangement, or likely through some kind of arrangement their families would have made. Um, so we even see this with the Jesus with this infancy narrative where it says, you know, um, when Joseph was betrothed to Mary, but before they lived together, for example. Yeah. Um, we hear that in, in, in the Gospels. So in a sense, they were legally bound together already through that betrothal, um, but weren't living together right. yet uh, as, as a family. And that time could last like a year. Sure. Uh, but at some point, um, I guess whenever, whenever things were ready, uh, both the, the home and the, the party, I guess, then after sunset, um, whenever the bridegroom would, would come, um, go to the bride's house and pick her up. Uh, and then they would, there'd be this procession to the, the place where they were going to be living. And then that's where the wedding feast would be. And they were accompanied by, um, these maiden, bridesmaids essentially hmm. uh, which is what we have in our yeah. um, our parable here today you know who would have who would have come you know with their torches to uh, kind of like lead the way into the party cool so we have um, so we have these 10 uh, bridesmaids um, and of course as we hear um, they some brought enough oil with them uh, for this procession and some didn't and um you know, we maybe think of this as um, is the is the five wise virgins not sharing. You know, so it seems like unfair. Like, yeah. well, isn't sharing good? Like, shouldn't they have shared? Um, of course, this is there's a lot deeper um, symbolism in here. So it's not just about oil. Although, first of all, if there wasn't enough oil for for ten of them, then uh, when they were on this procession, then it would have been just dark. 
Yeah. <laughs> right? And so no one would have had any light. So there was a practical piece with that. Sure. But when we think of, of, of the, the oil, it's just, um, it could be so many things. It could be, um, but ultimately it's our, it's our own relationship with God, yeah. you know, our own life of holiness, our own life of faith, uh, as well as we can share those things in a way with people. We can't like give them part of ours. So I can't like just take part of my relationship with God and just sort of give it to you. Like right. you have to have your own. Yeah. Um, and so... Uh, that's that's you know, symbolically with this parable, which you know parables are meant to be symbolic. Why they they really also just in the end they just couldn't share it because you know it was it was theirs. It was something they really couldn't give away in a sense right. um, and just sort of apply to somebody else. Yeah, well, it's like going to it's like going to Cold Stone ice cream. You know, you get what you get what you like, but that doesn't mean you know you, what you want might not be what somebody else wants, but it's what you need at that time, right? Mm-hmm. I don't. I guess I just equated the gospel to ice cream. There go, you go. go it's, figure. It's probably happened before. Go figure. Yeah, it's probably happened before. So, but also the the last portion there, mm-hmm. right? Stay awake. Mm-hmm. You know, be ready. Kind of stay prepared. Yeah. But it's it, you know that that takes me back to you know being in school, being in grade school, high school, where there was a pop quiz, mm. right? So you always have to be alert you always have to sort of have that information in the back of your mind because you don't know if that pop quiz is gonna boom pop Mm -hmm. up on you that day Mm -hmm. and if you don't prepare if you're not doing the things that you're supposed to be doing along the way that pop quiz isn't gonna go so well right and i flunked a lot of pop quizzes because i wasn't i wasn't prepared right i wasn't ready and i did okay on some but but by and large right I think the the lesson here is that it it is important to to sort of do the right things, but do them with intentionality. Yeah, I think that's a word. Yeah, um, do them with the intention of you know not just doing them to do them. Mm-hmm. Do them with purpose, right? I think that that's what I'm that's what I'm getting with it. I think that's right. I think that's a, a big theme for this passage is is vigilance. You know, it's no. being prepared, uh, being watchful. Um, so with that intentionality, you know, the five brought no oil with them. Like they, yeah, they were, they knew sort of what their job was. Yeah, they failed the pop quiz. Yeah. I mean, it wasn't, they were part of the 10. It wasn't like right. they, they, they stumbled upon this group and, and didn't know what was going on. Um, they just didn't have the intentionality of, of kind of getting ready for the long haul, I guess. Mm-hmm. And, and the other five did, um, and liturgically this fits into a, a nice context as well as we're kind of towards the end of our liturgical year this is the 32nd sunday in ordinary time yeah we're getting up there there's, yeah there's only one more sort of numbered sunday before christ the king which is the last sunday um so right as we're getting at the end of our liturgical year this is as i mentioned this is the end of jesus's earthly life um there is sort of that that focus on the end that we get at this time of, of the year in the liturgical cycle um which then dovetails into Advent, which is it's kind of a nice segue that Advent also yeah. is a time, especially those first couple of, of weeks of preparing, you know, again, and being watchful uh, for uh, for Jesus to to come back. And so, yeah, we, we have that intentionality of, of a life of prayer, of doing good works, um, our life, maintaining our life of faith. It's all those kind of 
daily things that that light the lamp so to speak yeah and and if you don't you know again continue to do that if you don't continue to read your textbook to prepare for the pop quiz then the pop quiz will hit and you will yeah not it won't won't be won't be as good of a result as you might hope yeah. so um but i think for me right taking this away is that the intentionality needs to be there Right. Mm-hmm. And that's, I think, something that doesn't always, you know, that, that connection isn't always made as far as, yeah, okay, I'll do this, you know, out of rote memorization, but is it really done with purpose and with, you know, that kind of intentional nature? Is it just done because, okay, I have to do this? It's It's like taking out the trash every week. You know, are you... Are you just doing it because it's rote memorization? Or are you doing it because I don't want my house to smell bad, so mm-hmm. I want to take the trash out and I want to get you know get it get it clean and get it ready, right? I mean that's that's all part of it. And I think you know it, it calls us to remember too that we don't always sort of do it well. Um, you know, all yeah, ten, yeah. even the wise ones, all ten fell asleep. Yeah. So it was it was hard for them to. Um, you know, maintain that constant, like, wide-awake vigilance. It says, you know, the bridegroom was delayed in coming. It was after midnight. Um, you know, this is, again, right before we're going to have Jesus' disciples fall asleep when he's, like, has his agony in the garden. Right. So, yeah, sometimes, you know, this, uh, this time of year's, you know, especially with it so, like, dark all the time. Like, oh. it's just a good a good reminder that, yeah, we do, we do sort of get a little drowsy sometimes, and it's yeah. easy to... to to not do things. Um, and so that call, right. To just do the, the, even the basic things that are just so important to, um, keep our own, uh, lamps lit and, uh, and be ready for Jesus to come more into our lives, um, spiritually. And then the day when, when he'll, he'll come back for real. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, just kind of like you said, although, they couldn't share the oil from their lamps. They were still together. And mm-hmm. so when we do have those challenges, we do have those times of drowsiness and sleepiness, we can we can rely on others to to really assist us. Yep, and encourage one another. Yeah. They might uh, give us a you know spoonful of their ice cream, you might say. <laughs> All right, Father, let's wrap this up with a prayer. Uh, in the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. Come, Holy Spirit. Mighty God, uh, we thank you for calling us. For, for bringing us into your wedding party, um, because you just desire that intimacy with us, and um, help us to remain watchful, vigilant, prepared uh, just by the everyday things in our lives that are just so easy to um, not do when so many other things swirling around us. So uh, increasing us the gift of prayer, increasing us the gift of um, good works for one another that, that strengthen our own minds and hearts and help us to just remember that, um, that you are, um, you're coming again to bring us to the fullness of life. And so open up our eyes, help us to, to stay awake and increase our faith, hope, and love each day. God, we love you. We thank you for your love for us. Sustain us this day and each day in that love in the Holy Spirit and through Christ our Lord. Amen. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Father, thank you so much. Again, great to have you back today. Thanks, Parker. Uh, Grateful for the conversation, and good to be back, and God bless you all. Likewise. We will see you this weekend and talk to you again next week.